0: I remember that, too. I remember God calling me to leadership. And I'm my first thing is, well, God, I'm an introvert. You know, God, how can I do that? 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 Surely that's meant for someone else. But honestly, there have been people drawn to me in different areas, not because of me, but because of the path that I had taken, the experience that I had. And once I started walking in it and testing the waters, stumbling, falling, getting back up, That is when I began to realize that I was a leader. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson,
1: and Holly Gerth, writers and real life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected.
2: So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and
0: we're all hanging out in your favorite place together.
1: more than small talk friends. We're excited to have a friend with us. Catherine Gates is the executive director of Women in the Marketplace. She is also author of the book, The Confidence Cornerstone. And a speaker as well as a local friend. We actually get to see Catherine in person sometimes. So we are so glad you're with us today for this interview and we're looking forward to hearing from you.
2: I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, so great to be with all of
1: you. You know, Catherine, as I was looking at this
0: book, I think the first question that I had is, well, it's kind of a twofold question. Why did you write it and who did you write it for?
2: Yeah, you know, it's funny, Susie. And I mean you are such a big part of the, the why, although obviously God is the biggest why, right? Um, he has prepared me for so many years. He's just put women on my heart. There've just been times over the years that I've had conversations with women that made it really clear that they just did not have the confidence in themselves, in their abilities, even though they were so accomplished. And you know, I've learned over the years, too. I've been in the faith and work movement now for 10 years how important our faith is because the world will send messages our way that try to beat us down, right? The enemy doesn't want us to succeed for God's glory. And so when you you said, I'm going to do a writer's retreat, and (laughs) by the way, if you want to participate, you have to have a solid book idea. I really wasn't thinking about writing a book at the time, (laughs) but I said, all right, I want to be part of that. I just felt compelled. And you know, that's the Holy Spirit, right? Sure. And, and at the time I was, I was working on my own confidence, quite frankly. I mean, the fact that I wrote this book does not in any way indicate that I'm an expert. I'm a work in progress, but sometimes those are the best materials that come out of us, right. As we're exploring, and I definitely included other women's stories. So, so the why was the Holy spirit really just um, as I was working on myself and then thinking, what am I going to write a book about? Cause I didn't have a book idea. And, and I had just read this book, the confidence code by Katie Kane and Claire Shipman, which I wish I had read so many years ago, because it sheds so much light on some of the things I was seeing in terms of uh, at a point I was working for a nonprofit. where We were advocating for women in leadership and it was in my face. I mean, you know, I think, I was always aware that we needed more women in leadership, but it was in my face that we really had a tremendous deficit and how critical it is for us as, as a country, you know, in our government, as well as in the corporate sector and in our businesses. We need more women in leadership. We need a female perspective to truly be successful in the best possible way. And so I'm here. I am reading this book and looking at the advice they're giving, and just saying, "Oh my gosh, this book needs a faith element." And after talking to so many women about it, finally the Holy Spirit was like, uh, "Excuse me, <laughs> uh, that's your book idea." And honestly, I was like, uh, uh, "I'm working on my own confidence, okay, but you're gonna have to give me the words. I will do all the typing. I will interview women." You know, and so he really did show up and it's written for it's written for the woman who wants to honor God with her work. She wants to honor God with her life. And she is just feeling um, doubt in herself, struggling to keep her head above water and wondering what her purpose really is. And does she have something of value to contribute? And and I want to say, yes, God created every single one of you with a purpose. and. He wants to work through you. But boy, we've got to turn to him.
1: So what are some of the obstacles to women having confidence since you've engaged with a lot of women? What are some common patterns or lies or just obstacles that we bump into?
2: Some of them, Holly, are frankly, you know, people around us just not seeing us for what we are capable of. So many times women. So one of the quotes in the book was, A man walks into a room, and he is seen as competent until proven otherwise. Mm. A woman is assumed the opposite; she's not competent until she proves she is. And while that is not necessarily said out loud, although sometimes it is, we feel that, and then we internalize that. Women um, experience a lot of microaggressions, unfortunately. You know, I've experienced it myself, knowing I'm working so hard. And yet I didn't get the promotion, but I see the men around me getting promoted like crazy, right? Or we're in a meeting and share an idea. Anybody experience this? You share an idea and it's like either crickets or hmm. And then 10 minutes later, a man in the room shares the same idea and everybody's, oh my gosh, that's great. But we need to take care of that. I remember I remember hearing a woman share that she experienced that. And she, so what she did was brilliant. She, she actually spoke up and she said, you know, Joe, thank you so much for sharing my idea so that people <laughs> could hear it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: I really appreciate yeah. you repeating it so yeah. that we could do something with that. You know, and I mean, we need to learn how to do that, but what we do is we shrink back. Mm-hmm. We think something's wrong with us. We think our voice is just never going to be heard. And here's the problem. We think we're the only ones because we don't talk about it. And so that's part of the purpose of this book, too, is to let's shed some light on these things that we're all experiencing so we can realize, oh, it's not me. I don't have to take this personally. And boy, we need to work together to overcome that, to speak up. And not only as women, but we need to work with the men. Right. This isn't a. This isn't a rivalry. This isn't not an us versus them. We really need to all work together.
1: Yeah. yeah. And some of our listeners are men. So if yeah. you are a man listening and you are a good man who is advocating for the women in your life, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. we know you're out there and we know what we're discussing doesn't apply to every man or every woman. We're talking in generality, so so That's we can right. talk about bigger picture and patterns. But to the good men listening who are out there <laughs> helping this, too, thank you. Yeah. Well, and it's
0: interesting. I was watching Jennifer. You've been nodding throughout mm-hmm. this. What are you thinking over there? Well, I'm just like wondering what has helped you build your confidence in leadership because we know that we, it's a need. We know that maybe God has called us to lead. But how did you build your
2: confidence in that area? It has been a journey it's been over time because I really the way I grew up I thought everything depended on me I was going to have to work really hard to take care of myself prove myself constantly and that is what I that's what I did for the longest time until you know it took it took God pulling the rug out from under me completely Mm -hmm. which you would think would destroy my confidence but at the time thankfully he was also pursuing me and I saw him pro- providing um, to, to make me realize, oh, it doesn't all depend on me. I mean, I needed to make that shift. It doesn't all depend on me. It all depends on God. And I have had to constantly uh, notice and become aware and journal and, and do my own little stones of remembrance to remember how God showed up when it, I wasn't able. It's being in his word. Every day. And and this was not me 15 years ago, but right now I am so in love with God's word. I can't get enough of it. And knowing his promises and what he says about me, because the world says something very different. Yeah. The world says something very different. So I need to know what God says about me and I need to recognize the lies. I've had to, I've had to notice what I'm thinking about myself, notice Mm -hmm. what, I'm allowing myself to receive from the outside world, and I need to make sure that I go back to scripture. Yeah, there's a story that I love to share. One day, a friend of mine came over. We were going to go for a walk together, and I guess it was like ten o'clock on a Saturday morning. And she told me, "Oh, I just got up at nine o'clock," and I don't know. I have a weird sense of humor, and I said to her, "Oh, you lazy thing!" And I really meant it in jest. I didn't mean it offensively. Like I said, I have a weird sense of humor, but she immediately said. I don't receive that. (laughs) Um, And oh, my gosh, that was such a great lesson for me, you know, because I I will never forget that we need to do the same thing when people speak poorly to us or treat us poorly or when we even think of ourselves like, oh, my gosh, I failed. I screwed up. Oh, what's wrong with me? No, stop it. Stop it. I don't, don't receive that. Yeah, We need to speak God's word mm-hmm. over ourselves and remember the ways he showed up. Remember the ways he opened a door, you know, when you couldn't even because yeah. you were, you were sick or tired or whatever.
0: Yeah. You know, Catherine, I, I, I go back a lot of years and I think about that first time I sensed God calling me to lead. And honestly, I looked around and thought, okay, I don't have that leadership style. I don't have that leadership style. And I would say that my, my leadership style is more friend. And, and I had to come to embrace that that is how God made me. And actually, it was a powerful form of leadership, but that didn't come without people pouring into me. And so how important is the role of mentorship as we're stepping into leadership?
2: It's so important. It really is so important. You know, again, we need other women to mm-hmm. reflect back to us what we're capable of, because sometimes we can't even see it for ourselves. Yeah. And we need to be doing that for other people. God created us to be in community, you know? And so sometimes that is uh, that is accountability partners, but it's also mentoring. And, and so, Susie, one of the things I like to say to women when they think, well, I don't know who to ask to mentor me or... You know, I tried asking this person or I'm afraid to ask this person, you know, don't even make it a formal thing. Just go to someone you see who you admire, who is just a bit ahead of you or a lot ahead of you and invite the person to coffee. Just ask that person, can we have a conversation? It doesn't have to be a formal relationship. But the but for women, for those of us who are in a place where we've achieved some things and we are a little bit more seasoned boy, we need to be seeking women out to mentor. We need to be pouring into them. And again, I don't have to say, you know, Hey, Holly, can I mentor you? You know, I can just say, can we have coffee and I can, I can just listen and see where I might be able to support you. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I love about you, Catherine, is that you're so collaborative with other women. And so did that always come naturally to you? Or did you have to make a decision? Okay, I'm going to be collaborative, not competitive. And what advice would you give us about how to do that? Well,
2: Mm, thank you so much, Holly. Thank you. You know, I don't know that I always was. But I think God wired me this way, because I can't stop. (laughs) (laughs) It's not something I can hold back. Once I had like the, you know, I had more of a faith walk and just turning more to God. It's like, I just love collaborating to the point where sometimes I have to say, hmm, maybe, maybe not that one now, you know, (laughs) but yeah, you know, sharing ideas with other people, supporting and working together. That's how we were, you know, we were created to be the body of Christ, each with our function, working together to support one another and And build things together. And what we create, what I've seen is that when we create something together, it's so much better than anything I'll say for speak for myself that I could have created by myself. And oh my gosh, it's so much fun. And so the way I what I find works, so we collaborate with this other organization called the Polish Network. And what works is we have a kingdom mindset. We aren't trying to build our own little kingdoms. We are not um, holding on to our own agendas, but we're very open-handed. We bring ideas together. Sometimes we don't agree. Sometimes we think see things differently and then we pray through it. We ask God, what, okay, what do you want to do with this? Sometimes it's something a little different or sometimes it's one or the other, but it's always, you know, what, as long as we are walking in tune with the spirit, it's always something that all of us can can get around you know, can get behind a hundred percent. And it's just so much
0: fun. Yeah. You call this book confidence cornerstone. So what is that cornerstone?
2: The cornerstone of our confidence is the cornerstone of our faith. It's Jesus Christ. Okay. You know, it's when we stop putting our identity in those things, you know, the surest way to sabotage our confidence is to put our base it. And our identity on our roles, our successes, our past experiences, because all of that is shaky ground. Our roles change throughout our lives, right? Mm -hmm. Um, One minute we can have, I mean, I had a successful consulting business one minute and the next minute it was gone. If my identity and my confidence is based on that, I'm in trouble. But when we put our identity in Christ, when we have our confidence in who we are in Him, That is a stable foundation.
0: Yeah. What would you say to the young woman who is feeling like God's calling her to lead, but she doesn't know what to do with that?
2: Just take the next faithful step. That's really what we have to do because God is not going to lay it all out for us, right? I mean, I'm sure you ladies have experienced this. He's not going to show us what it's all going to look like. We've just got to keep taking that next faithful step. I mean, I moved to Arkansas in 2009 because I felt like God was leading me here. I didn't know anybody here. I didn't know what jobs would be available. I had no idea what I was coming to, but I moved here and I just kept taking the next step. And God then showed me, right. Even this book, I didn't know how this was going to come together, but, but I just took that first step. I signed up for the writer's retreat, right? I, I, I started writing. I started asking people if I could interview them. Just take that next faithful step and surround yourself with women who you can um, bounce ideas off of, who you can talk things through with, because they'll help you stay on that on the on the right track. Um, and of course, pray. You yeah. know, I mean, every single day throughout the day, truly, we can. It's so important for us to acknowledge that God's right here with us right now. He's here with us all the time, and he's just waiting for us to turn to him and say, Lord, what do I do next? What do yeah. you, he wants us to be that intimate with him. What's my next step? What do you want this to look like?
0: Yeah. Can I speak to that, Catherine? Yeah. I remember that that writer's conference, and it was a small retreat, and it was something God had laid on my heart because to encourage women to step out into their calling, their gifting. and I do remember sitting with you and talking with you about this book idea. And what was amazing to me is how amazed you were as you began to kind of unfold this, because everything you needed was in you. You just didn't know that yet. That's everything, right. all the information, you had walked this, you had served in these areas, you had mentored women. It's still what you do as the executive director. and. Everything you needed was in you. You just needed to take that first step to begin to walk in that. And I think that's what we don't realize sometimes is that I remember that, too. I remember God calling me to leadership. And I'm my first thing is, well, God, I'm an introvert. You know, God, how can I do that? That that surely that's meant for someone else. But honestly, there have been people drawn to me in different areas, not because of me, But because of the path that I had taken, the experience that I had, and once I started walking in it and testing the waters, stumbling, falling, getting back up, that is when I began to realize that I was a leader. I could do this thing, and I could do it exactly the way that God wired me. So I love that about your your book idea. I love the fact that you took one step having no idea what would happen. Only to be told by someone else, really, everything you need is already there let's let's run, let's go, so there's so many elements in that, taking that step, being with other people, reaching out all of it,
2: yeah, and walking closely with God just every single day we really you know there was a time I was afraid of the thought of surrendering my life to the lord it it scared me, you know now i'm scared not to be. <laughs> you know? Because I'm going to go the wrong way. I'm going to mess it up without him.
0: Well, what I want to do is we wrap this up. The people that are listening right now, the, the women and those and those faithful guys <laughs> who are listening right now, uh, they live all over the world, Catherine, and they may be asking themselves, how can I connect right where I am? you know cuz you named a couple of things if you're in the if you're in the northwest arkansas area she's named a couple of things that you can do right here but what would you say to that woman who says i want to connect with other women i do want to take this step and and what would you say to her as we wrap this up today
2: yeah um as far as connecting with other women you know look around you you know where you are see where there are like-minded women who um, who you can have a conversation with and build a relationship with. It's so, so important. You know, Women in the Marketplace provides, you know, guidelines, resources where you can that, can, that can help you have those conversations around how your work matters to God and how to grow in your leadership. So that's certainly, you know, you can check out womeninmarketplace.net to learn more about awesome. that. And then we we're p- partnering with the Polish Network and they actually put together um, and help people start chapters where women can meet on a monthly basis over lunch or coffee okay. and have these conversations. So there's so many different resources out there. Um, you can certainly start with us and I'm sure we can point you some more.
0: That's awesome. So if you're listening right now, it's the Confidence Cornerstone, A Woman's Guide to Fearless Leadership by Katherine Gates. You can find that at Amazon. You can find that um, anywhere where you buy books. And you can find out more about Catherine at?
2: At womeninmarketplace.net or CatherineGates.com.
1: Okay. That is Catherine with a C.
2: Yes. It is. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Thank you for being with us today. And thank you for being a fearless leader.
2: Thank you so much for having me, ladies. It's been a pleasure. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.